WrestleMania match. At random. And then we talk about it. That's right. Old wrestling. Not old wrestling. Nah, I can't repeat it. Like, I can't even fake it. Like, that's, there's nothing old about this wrestling. I mean, nope. New wrestling. Excess, excessively new wrestling. <laughs> my name is Brad. Thanks for listening once again. My voice is actually kind of shot. The more I talk loud, the more I realize it doesn't sound normal. Joining me. Always. 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 Is my brother Matt Matthew? What's going on, brother? Hello, Brad Bradley. It's good to see your face and hear your voice. Um, yeah, not old wrestling. Like literally, mm-hmm. last like I mean, old in the context of like old. It wasn't last week, but you know, last April. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, extremely recent wrestling. Uh, yeah, this. Uh, what match do we have? Let's just hey, get that out of the way. Oh, Wait. sure. We have match number three hundred and eighty from WrestleMania thirty-eight, night two, held on April third, two thousand twenty-two, at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, in front of sixty-five thousand six hundred and fifty-three people for the Raw Tag Team Championship. It's a triple threat: RK Bro versus the Street Profits versus the Alpha Academy. For the Academy! That's right. For the Raw Tag Team Championship. And this was, uh, you know, around uh, last year. Uh, so it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah, like 380 of the 403 matches or whatever it is. So, like, it's it's like, yeah, it's last this, year. This is, like, three title reigns ago. You know what I mean? Like, championship. Right, he's still the champion from this, but... Um, this RK Bro had it here. They ended up, you know, losing it to the Usos, who now they lose it to Kevin and Sammy. That's our current champions as we record today. Uh, Incorrect. As of last night, this won't oh, be shit. evergreen. Yeah, we. Oh, uh, I fell asleep. Bit. Literally, spoiler. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like I fell asleep during that match. <laughs> we just talked about this. I just told you who won. I wasn't listening. So, oh. <laughs> um. So anyway, four ratings ago. My bad. Um. <laughs> A lot of good tag team action on Raw at this time. I don't know if you know, if you're aware, if you remember, but there was some really good tag team wrestling going on. RK Bro with the champs, uh, and it was compelling television, correct? Wouldn't you agree? I love the RK Bro thing, personally. Like, just yeah. to have Riddle and Orton together, and, like, Riddle's kind of like you love him or you hate him. Like, I don't think there's a lot of in-between. I think there's definitely more love than hate, but there's some people, my wife, who cannot stand the dude because of the way he talks. I think it's pretty hilarious because that's actually the way the guy is. But this was a good way to get him on TV and, like, the whole Hey Randy thing. And they had the T-shirt that just said Hey Randy with, like, 15 A's in it. It was pretty great. Yeah, um, it is um, one of the highlights for me recently as far as stuff that I look forward to seeing weekly. Uh, 
was was Matt Riddle. Now I know that he was being written in a certain way, and he's not that much of an idiot. Yeah, but no. I love that idiot character. I thought it was very funny and very well done. The little stupid things he would think of, and he would come up and he was talking to you, and he would be like completely stupid, and then just hey, believe Randy, it. what do you think if next time we go out, we put the belts around our knees? Like that would be su- <laughs> like, wouldn't that be funny to walk the belts around our knees? All right, bro, see you later. So I can hide my stash in there. Your what? My stash of Whoppers. I always keep a stash of Whoppers when I'm on the road because you never know when you're going to get hungry. Plus, I have this irrational fear of the Burger King King, like he's always trying to steal my Whoppers. I just don't trust his smile. He's always there, listening, looking, always Riddle! <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, just these really dumb thoughts. And, um, Plus, all the I- little weird little marijuana references in there between both of them, too, because... You know, Randy Orton, known marijuana enthusiast, I think. And, uh, I mean, Riddle. <laughs> yeah, it's literally his whole character. He actually, I cannot believe he had a shirt that just says Bro 420. Bro 420, like, and it's a WWE it's, shirt. Like, how far we've come. But, like, um, you know, back in the day, that was the only thing they couldn't do. They couldn't smoke weed, so they had to do pills and drink all night. Yeah, so that, let, let them die from doing that. You know what? Let's just let them smoke weed. It's a lot better. Anyway, yeah, it was good. They got thrown together. I think Orton really wanted to work with Riddle after like the whole Fiend thing from the year before. So like this kind of came about as just like a feud, sort of, but like buddies. I don't know how, how to explain it rightly, but they kind of weren't friends. Like Randy was playing the standoff guy, and then all of a sudden he, you know, had to like work into being the F word, you know? Yeah, Riddle did enough stuff to sacrifice himself for Randy to show him that you like I'm serious. I want to be with you. And Randy yeah. eventually cracked and was like, "Okay, I all right, I'll open up a little bit and let you in." And eventually, like you said, they were, through this beginning first quarter of 2022, they were. Um, it was a lot of Randy accepting him as his friend, the F word, as they said. Yeah. And it so they had been champs. What did they beat originally? Because they were champs and lost at Alpha Academy in January, but I don't remember who they beat in the first place. Man, because yeah. I the first thing on my notes is that they regained the titles from Alpha Academy in March. Yeah, because they lost them to them in January, clean. Yeah, because like, Alpha Academy beat RK Bro in January. Yeah, that's oh, what I'm saying. I have it. I know who RKO RK Bro beat on August 21st at SummerSlam in 2021. I have it, dude. Uh, so you asked me the question, but I know the answer. Okay. Well, now I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. The hint I will give you is the team that they beat won the titles at WrestleMania 37. Beating probably the Usos, I'm guessing. Like the Street Profits or something? No. It's no. not a real tag team. And you go, you I'll say it, you're going to go, oh. But, uh, one of them is real, real, real fucking big black guy. Or real, real fucking black big guy. I'm not sure which is which. Like Bobby Lashley? He's really <laughs> Like Omos. Oh, Omos and uh, AJ. AJ Styles. Yeah. That was fun, though. I don't that know was, that. Yeah, I mean, that was just Vince wanting him on TV because he's a monster, probably. But yeah, they because uh, they, they won the matchup. They won the titles at Mania. I'm pretty sure they beat the Usos. I'm pretty certain. But I can't say for certain. But yeah, that the RK Bro beats AJ and Omos. Alpha Academy. RK Bro gets it back. Here we are. And then uh, there's no real story. Well, go ahead. 
I wanted to mention now, there is something in my research leading up to WrestleMania 38, uh, it's this tag team turmoil that had been happening throughout the uh, storylines of Monday Night Raw leading up. There was a triple threat tag team match. Actually, it's when RK Bro won the titles back in a triple threat tag match on Raw on March 7th, if I recall 7th. correctly. Yeah, yep. That match is a fucking banger. I went and watched it. It's awesome. It's really, really, really good. It's might be better than this match. It's got uh, Owens and um, and uh, Rollins in it, who they were trying to get to WrestleMania. There's nothing going on. This is when Rollins was trying to just trying to get on the card. Oh, that's right. Ended up facing Cody. Kevin Owens the next week or two weeks later came out and called it Stone Cold. So that's what that God, ended up going. Yeah. In that match, there may be my the best RKO I've ever seen. Whoa! So, it, uh, and it came from uh, Jack Gable. He does a moonsault off the top, and then when he's in midair, mid rotation, Randy Orton catches him into an RKO. <gasps> what could this be so better for Mania? Exactly, it's even better than the one that's in this match. This match one's pretty good too, but that was I was like, holy shit! I was like, they they blew their wad too early. This is amazing. So, uh, if you do get a chance, and you do like recent old wrestling, you may have forgotten because everybody doesn't, everybody forgets now. But the March seventh edition of Monday Night Raw is a triple threat. Title match. That's very good. March seventh, twenty twenty two. Go find it on the on the cock. Yeah, it's a it's an absolute banger. So, um, anyway, so the street profits have been on a bit of a roll up to that point, and they basically just asserted themselves into this match. Pretty much, a, yeah. Be, what happens yeah. is there was the the celebration for when RK Bro when regained the titles are having the celebration on Raw, and they get interrupted by the street profits. So that segment was fun, too, because Randy Orton actually did all the decorating for it, so it was kind of shitty. You know what I mean? You had, like, a banner. You had a bunch of balloons that weren't inflated enough that were sitting on the ground. And he had concession stand popcorn on a table with no tablecloth. Like, there was like it was the best he could do because he doesn't know how to throw a party because he's Randy I think Orton. I remember that. Wasn't the popcorn just in, like, a big plastic bag sitting on the table? No, it was in buckets. It was in like was uh, in cardboard buckets. things, but it was like it was in cardboard boxes, but they're like tipped over, and you know it was, it was very that's pretty, half-assed. That's pretty fucking genius, though. Yeah, that's so that's where the street touch. profits crashed it, and and said that they had beaten them the week before, I think even or something, and said mm. we're facing new WrestleMania. So that's basically, it. and they are, and then the Alpha Academy interrupted in a match between Montez Ford and uh, uh, Riddle, and then it just became a triple threat, and that was it. Well, hey, that's how we make Mania matches in 2022 and 2021 and 2019 and 2018. Yep, it's, well, it's featuring... Not, and 1989, for what it's worth. Yeah, forever. I mean, it's featuring three dude, three teams, I should say, that were uh, all featured TV. heavily. Yeah, Featured uh, a lot, always on, like, yeah. all good in the ring. Like Exactly. Uh, is this Street Profits' first Mania match? I don't know if they had a match with you. The year before. I'm going to doubt it, because I think they've been around longer than you realize. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I looked to see if... I was going to look up to see... Because I know this is not Otis's first Mania, because I know he even had a one-on-one match with Dolph at COVID Mania. Um, but I don't... And Chad Gable, I want to say, was probably in like a Nandre the Giant Battle Royal somewhere way back, because he's been up for way longer than you think, too. I mean... He had the Shorty G thing. There was like the conspiracy theory thing that ended up that could have been him, maybe not him. And then there was like this. But before that, I mean, he was up with Jason Jordan in like 2015. Yeah, it might have been even 16 or so, 15 or 16. But um, yeah, he's been up forever. But he's also he's finally like, getting his roses. 
He really is. He's, they, he is getting it now. Uh, that's why I was laughing at this when he was coming to all the shoe stuff because it's so over now. <laughs> He's been trying to get the shush thing over since 2014 on NXT. He's been trying so long. I love Chad Gable. He went so to he went to the same college that we went to, but sure he did. graduated. We didn't. But like, yeah, it's a hard school. It must be. We're, we have a successful wrestling podcast where we're talking about the guy who's got a WrestleMania match. Graduation yeah. matters, apparently. Um, um, but no, hey, I mean, he was doing this was this was uh, Professor Gable time when he was doing spelling bees and stuff. It, so. And it was genius. And the fact that he's kind of turning Otis around and he's got him in the academy and he's got Otis yelling for the academy, which I laugh every time. Yeah. Oh, the academy! Because he's just such a goofy, short, little, stout guy, Wisconsin boy, you know? Fucking A. I like that they called him the tree trunk around this time. That was also but fun. Because like, he is. Each leg is a tree yeah. trunk and him himself is a wider tree trunk. <laughs> he's a bowling ball with legs. So we get to the arena. It's the most stupendous WrestleMania night, too. Um, <laughs> we see this stupendous crowd. Actually, this night kicks off with Triple H's return, which is actually pretty fun. This is, this return is and retirement. Right. Return and retirement. But this is the match we have here. It is the first match of night, two. So I always like to watch a little bit of the beginning. So I saw Triple H come out. It was nice. I forgot, kind of, that he had that thing because he's been so, like, our hero for the last year and a half, but, um, or year, I guess. Um, so anyway, um, that's how that starts. But then, um, who comes out first? Does the champs come out first? Champs like, come out first. Yeah, they got a little Gable Stevenson at ringside, everybody. Oh, Gable Stevenson, former Olympic champion, real piece of shit in real life, under contract. Can't believe it's going to happen. I don't know. I'll rumor in window. Look it up. Uh, he's at ringside. But yeah, RK bro, graphic and music, which is just, man, the music. It's just, I forgot about it. And then I hear it and I go, I love the mashup. And I think they should do that for everybody all the time and make it that good. I don't know if it'll ever be as good as this one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, I do always, we always got a kick out of when they would mash up people's musics when always. they were. Yeah. Um, always. Come up with some examples for me while I think of some examples. Well, the only you know, current ones, really, because they do the MJF and Cole mashup now in AEW, too, which is not nearly as good as RK Bro, for the record. I'm drawing yeah. a blank on some other music mashups now that I'm forced to think about it. I know. But there have, like, well, I mean... Did they do a Daniel Bryan Kane one? Not really. Well, they did a Corporation um, McMahon mashup. That's like the probably one of the more early ones. That's got to be the one that I was thinking of. That was definitely great. Yeah, the corporate it was ministry. The corporate ministry, man. It was a mix of Takers and, and Vince's, and it was weird, but it wasn't bad. And it's catchy the more you hear it. I want to mention that uh, when RK Bro's coming out to the ring, they mentioned that this is Randy Orton's 18th record, 18th WrestleMania. Yes. Um, yeah, speaking of that. Do you think you 18... can name all 18? <laughs> no. Without no, I don't. About it? I definitely do not think I can name all so 18. So I only, I stopped thinking about it on purpose because after the first two, first one, I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask Brad live on the podcast. So do you know his first mania? No. Oh, four. Uh, yeah, that would have been with Foley? Yep. No, okay. this was a tag match. This is uh, Evolution against Rock and Sock. Okay, Evolution Rock and Sock, yeah. 21? Foley. Maybe. Maybe. 
When does he have Taker in there? Did he wrestle fully at, a, at WrestleMania? I think they went through the flaming table, didn't That's they? That's Edge, bro. Oh. Oh. Well, yeah, it was Edge. Um, it might be Taker. Hmm. This is not a good... This is not good. We 22 is a triple threat with Angle and Ray. 23 okay. is in Detroit, and he wrestles against somebody on the card. Maybe he's not mm-hmm. on it. Let's say he's hurt. Doesn't wrestle he's probably there. Twenty four, probably wrestles against Undertaker or Triple H. Did he wrestle Triple H at like four different WrestleManias? Probably. I don't know. Okay, so there's that one. So there's, there's like four of those, and then cut to like 2011, and it's, he probably wrestled against like um, who was popular in 2011. CM Punk. Yeah, he probably had a match with CM Punk. One with Chris yeah. Jericho. He probably had one with... Um, another one with Triple H. Probably. Um, yeah. Did we just have one? We just had CM yeah, Punk. Yeah, well, you said it right. That's why I said it, though. Okay, that was good. 27. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that's 27. CM Punk. And then, uh, I think the year before this WrestleMania, he went against... Um, Bob. Bob. Bob Smith. He had the match Bob's against thirty-one. Is against uh, you uh, skipped thirties in the main event of thirty. Main event of thirty and Seth Rollins at thirty-one, yeah. and then at thirty-two, where's WrestleMania thirty-two? It's Dallas. Dallas. First, the and, first time. And the first time in Dallas where he probably wrestled against, if I had to guess, Randy Orton. I can't wait to put all the buzzers in the post. Um, <laughs> this is why I suck at wrestling trivia from two thousand seven till now. How about this? I got some WrestleMania trivia for you right here, right in front of me. There are five people in the history of WrestleMania that have double-digit losses. That is ten or more losses at WrestleMania, including Randy Orton. He has ten. Name the five people that have more losses than Randy Orton. Triple H. One. Yeah, because he lost a lot. Yeah. Shawn Michaels. He's number one. Shawn Shawn Michaels is two. But he's not number two, but that is two people. Yeah. Uh, ooh, man. Dead air. We're on, we're on a podcast. Uh, Jake Roberts didn't lose that many. Hogan won a bunch. Savage. Ingress. Ooh. He wasn't on that many, though, when you think about it. Okay. Yeah. Kane. Kane is uh, on there. Yeah, he's number two. There's three. I think Jericho won more than he lost, but maybe not. Jericho? Chris Jericho? Ingress. Edge won more than he lost. Edge yeah. had a good undefeated streak for a long time. There's two more? There's two more. Big show. No big show. show. What? Absolutely. Yeah, big show. And, it's 12 uh, losses. Tied with Kane. Bra. And um, Dolph Ziggler. Close. The Miz with 11. The Miz. Yeah. Yeah. So Triple H with 13. Kane and Show with 12. Michaels and Miz with 11. Orton wow. with 10. And those wow. are the only people that have double-digit losses to WrestleMania. Wow. Wow. Well, I so got some, it. Took me a minute. Some longevity to get there and lose that many times, I think. Because you keep coming back. Yeah. Look at the sign of... Amazing. Yeah, of being able to withstand the losses. Yeah. Be and, good and enough. That just kind of shows you sometimes losses don't matter. Just saying. All those guys, all the famers, and yeah. Mount Rushmore is on some people's, you know? And uh, all made a lot arena. of people look really, really good. Anyway. Like yeah, back to the arena. Really, really good. Uh, Street Profits out next, doing their Street Profits thing, wearing gold sequins tracksuits, and we got uh, red solo cups coming to fill you up. It's time to yeah. drop it from they the They came heavens. from the heavens. I'm not sure where they came from. 
The heaven. Yeah, heavenly, yeah. heavenly red cups. The magic juice, no hangover. Uh, and we got some shoosh so Alpha Academy can come out. That's pretty good. Shoosh, please. a little bit. The voice cracked just a slightly bit there, but that's fine. Yeah, they're out. And I think now, you got the tone right, though. I tried. I tried. Yep. It's that Northern Michigan University accent that comes through, you know. <laughs> And the uh, love of son-in-law. Are just comedy heels. Just, I just want to make sure that we're on the same page, that they are heels, and they are comedy heels, while R- Riddle and RKO are kind of comedy baby faces. Correct. Yeah, pure entertainment uh, coming down the aisle. Our little... Yeah, they're just, they're just baby faces. They're big smiles baby faces. Yeah, they're yeah, weight meat baby happy faces. To be here, guys. Mm-hmm. But not anymore, baby. Anyway. Um, I don't know where this is going now, by the way. Not in Evergreen, but... They're yeah, smiling a lot fun. for them yeah. to be a group. Anyway, I don't. Yeah, I, don't I think trust it'll them. be fine. I think they're just going to be like the fucking. They're just going to beat the shit out of people and be and know that they're good. They're going to be those guys uh, on headset here for this match at WrestleMania. Jimmy Smith and I believe his only WrestleMania appearance. Corey Graves and Byron Saxton. Byron, good old. Yeah, boy. I didn't listen. I didn't mind Jimmy Smith. Me either. He put a good energy to it. Um, yeah. yeah, he's fine, and he was knowledgeable enough of the product and really dove headfirst into it. I just don't think he liked the schedule. Because he left right. fairly recently, so, but yeah, he yeah. had done a lot of stuff, MMA fighting and other sports, so he knows what he's doing. Yep, so. he was good. Um, so yeah. anyway, I don't know. I have no problem with him. Uh, yeah, so uh, what what happens next? We're in the ring. We're in the ring. So pretty much, tr- they they just here's the thing. This is the same. This is the same rules now. This is weird because this is the same rules they had on that Raw match, where it was a triple threat tag match where three guys are in the ring at once, and you can yeah. only tag your own partner. Overreaching uh, problem with that. There's fucking no disqualification in triple threat matches. So what's the point of tagging? Why are you on the apron the whole match, Randy Orton? Anyway, uh, there's no reason you can't get disqualified. So just might as well be tornado. Yeah, you know why? Because wrestling. Wrestling, correct. Yeah, Thank you. Right. So because wrestling. yeah, it's because and I'm fine with it. But yeah, this is always in the back of my mind. Like there's no DQ. What are you waiting for? Anyway, <laughs> at least in AEW they would mention that and then just do that. That that will they'll be a thing. I'll give AEW's props on that one. At least they'll be like, well, there's no rules, so what does it matter? And then they'll actually say that and then play it out. You go, well, yeah, that makes more sense. But not mm-hmm. in the WWE because wrestling. But the match itself is just kind of a Donnybrook in the beginning, man. Everyone's just tossing everybody, and until yep. we get the big early high spots, man. When Montez Ford does that that off the over the corner thing, man. Wow, what an athlete. Makes my heart skip both times that I watched the match. I'm like, wow. <laughs> For real, dude. And he, I mean, he clears it. Like, there, I don't think there's any fear that he's going to miss that corner, but he gets so high and so far. But everybody is right there, and they made it pretty. I mean, he almost lands on his, not just like his feet on this one, but yeah, lands around his partner. He really did land on his feet. He landed on Dawkins more than anything and totally landed on his feet. Uh, what's funny then is then Chad Gable goes up and does his own moonsault off the top. And takes out everybody, including his partner Otis, who did not get hit at all. I know, and you know who took the big catch on that one? Dawkins again. Yeah, exactly. So I guess. <laughs> trust right, by Dawkins. the way, can I just say, Angelo Dawkins, kudos on finally getting to WrestleMania here. Like that dude worked in developmental for years and years and years, and was tag team partners with everybody. Like they tried to make anything, throw up, threw everything at the wall for that dude to try to make something stick. And he kept going, and he just kept getting better, and having matches, and having matches. And I think the dude is fucking top of his game, and he's really good. And like they make jokes about it, him showing up first day at the PC with like gym, with like uh, shower shoes and gym shorts. Like he didn't know, and now he 
Dude's solid, man, and he's fucking got a house of fire. So kudos to him for sticking through it. I'm with you. I'm clapping as well. Uh, 100%. I'm agreed. Every time he gets in there, because he gets a lot of hot tags, and he comes in and fired up, Billy Gunn style, and he looks amazing. Billy you know Gunn what I mean? Style. Yeah. <laughs> Just come, come in, be big, throw dudes around, hit big moves that look like they hurt, because they probably do, but have a lot of athleticism and be able to get off your feet. Just be fucking good. Like, he'll be the... In 20 years, that dude's still going to be working be the same style of match. Just maybe not flipping over the top rope. Yeah, he does. Uh, he has plenty of signature moves. Like, he's not a guy that's, like, handcuffed by a moveset. He... I mean, he's got, like, the little corkscrew shoulder tackle thing. I mean, he does all kinds of stuff. He does, I like his You know, little the little moves. spin into the corner thing. Um, yeah. uh, you know, like, I know what to expect, and I'm happy to see it every time. Uh, yeah, give all the credit to Dawkins. I really... I'm a fan, but... Oh, he gets overshadowed every time because he's on a team with Montez Ford. With Montez Ford. the best Ford. athlete I've ever seen. It's, yeah, it's probably the best athlete in the company if you think about it. Like, look at him. It's hard, and that's saying something because you got guys like Chad Gable and Gunther and so these dudes running around, but man, I don't know if I would want to like have any kind of like athletic contest uh, against Montez Ford. No fucking Also, uh, just oozing charisma. It's, All it's, the time. I mean, so he's an entertainment machine. All the <laughs> time. Just... Even just interviews where he's on talk shows or podcasts. He's funny and he's witty and he's smart and he's on point and he's he go he's really he pivots easy, you know what I mean? If something weird gets thrown at him, he, he doesn't get flustered. Like mm-hmm. Mark but I think can... I think in the next five to seven years Montez Ford probably is a world champ. I think so too. I agree. He's, he's kinda of going the Shawn Michaels edge row, you know what I mean? Go ahead. Yeah, half a tag team that excels. He, I mean, he just has a flair for the absurd as well sometimes where he could just be obnoxious and you're just like, I love this, whatever he's doing. I don't when know he holds that, when he holds that, when he just takes the red cup and it's like in his hand, he's like presenting it out and he's like making this the most big and bold thing for this little stupid plastic cup, man. I just, it's, fun. it's good. It's fun. I like it. So, yeah. So anyway, uh, in risk of skipping too far ahead of this match, the blockbuster the Dude. super off the shoulders blockbuster in this match it's, a, it's, it's perfect I mean the it's, height that he gets on that is and, it's, and it's perfect it's perfect they land perfectly they show it in slow motion and it's nobody even lands sideways or fucked up or gets jammed up and he gets so much height if there was something hanging he'd be taking it out it, it's one of those things where it's where you really actually appreciate the slow motion of it because you can really see that he somehow how high up in the air he is on that thing. It is mind-blowing. So, um, yeah, just, just Street Profits. I mean, His frog splash, too, and I don't think he does one here in this match, but he... I thought Rollins was like the height king on the frog splash, and I think Montez got him. He's got Montez by got far. Him. I don't yeah, think Montez anyone's close. And he lands with such force. They're just really good, solid fucking dudes, man. Mm-hmm. They, they do everything like fucking man. Yeah. Every guy in this match, you can't really say. But I mean, Orton at this point, you know, you know he's hurting because you know he's got some back stuff, and uh, you know he's not, he can't do a ton, but he does enough, and he still makes it work, and he still makes it look good. But he doesn't have to be the guy that does a million things. Let them young bucks in the room do the million things, and then clean it up with an RKO at the end. But just yep. even like we talk, fucking a. Everybody in this match is good. Yeah, Everybody they hit all those WWE planches throughout everything, and that kind of keeps going for a while. And then I know there's some like they do the double vintage Orton late. I know uh, what else happens. There's, yeah, I like a, a Graves. I was like, tells Jimmy Smith Cole's, Cole calls that the vintage Orton, Jimmy. <laughs> so in my research, I was watching the previous week's Raw, 
when Cole was on Raw for, for whatever reason, they were getting ready for WrestleMania, so they, they had Cole was on commentary with Jimmy Smith, and um, Jimmy Smith totally stepped on him when he said Vintage Orton, and there was a bit of silence. When he said that here, there was also a bit of silence, and I think I picked up on a little nuance there. So I laughing, think he was maybe laughing at some kind of little inside thing from the previous week. Because when he said Vincent Jordan, he said, "Oh, dripping DDT," or something at the same time, and then there was like silence, as if you like, as if you just stepped on when I said Vincent Jordan. Like, that's when he said, "That's what Cole calls Vincent Jordan." During this match, I laughed pretty hard. So, I, <laughs> oh, that's a little callback. That's see, you wouldn't know that if you didn't watch that previous stuff. So it pays off. Good job with the new stuff research, Bradley. Yes, <laughs> Peacock Premium. You're the guy. Um, but yeah, uh, they're really they build for a long time for a hot tag to Orton too. So that's like a, there's like some work in there where they're working on um, Riddle. You know what I mean? Um, both Montez Ford and Chad Gable get dropped onto the table by Orton. Yes, and then yes. something to ask me if he's got insurance on that iPad. To, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fucking, Oh, uh, uh, it's good. That, that was an Orton thing. He was doing that to everybody at this time. He was yeah. dropping them back first on. Yeah, he just kind of uh, pick up and just let him go almost and kill the yep. Singh brothers when he did it. Yes. Poor Singh well, Somebody got a concussion, yeah. Poor Singh brothers. Yeah, they were out. It was the last thing they ever did before they got released. There's a big Steiner Bulldog, too. Tough rope Steiner Bulldog that the Prophets pull off at one point. No, I'm sorry. That Alpha Academy pulls off at one point. And gave it perfect, too. Gable yep. almost hangs on too long, you think, for a second, because his body swings in midair. You think, I oh, think shit, he's going to land didn't on drop top right of away. But it worked out because the way, cause Ford had enough to kind of work. Forward. Yeah, he landed right. It was good. But, but like I don't think Otis fell. Can... Yeah, yeah. Or with Otis not falling. Sorry, I know what you're saying. Yeah, Otis didn't fall fast enough. That's all. Yeah. Um, but it still looked great. It looked more impactful, to be honest with you. Oh, it looked um, like it hurt. Yeah. So, yeah, there's uh, the giant blockbuster. There's uh, multiple hot tags in this. No Orton catches them. Um, uh, what does Riddle do? I mean, he's kicking guys early. Right at the beginning of the match, too, he skipped way ahead of it where they all come face-to-face, and he tells them to shoosh, and then... Uh, Ah, but Riddle kicks him as hard as he can, so I was, I was trying to think. He gets hit by What's-His-Face, and then he gets kicked by Riddle. I don't remember who's in the ring. What's-His-Face? It was either It was either Gable... Was it Gable? Gable got kicked. Was it Dawkins? Did he start the match? Probably. Was it, was it Ford? Um, anyway, so <laughs> so it builds to a crescendo. It's building to a crescendo here. Uh, and there's, there's there's somebody kicks out of something and they shouldn't have. <laughs> Do you remember? I love your fucking analysis of the match. Yo, remember when that guy did that thing? It was fucking cool. You I know, think it's the thing to the, the guys. <laughs> so at one point, Montez Ford, speaking of the frog splash, is going up like he's going to frog splash Randall Keith Orton. And out of nowhere, here comes Riddle springboard, and he gives him the look like he's on the apron, and he gives him like, oh, are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you coming? And then they uh, get launched, and there's a big springboard RKO from Riddle onto Ford, which was prettybomb.com. So perfectly timed. Which, yeah, it was really good. And which then uh, Gable's going to come off the top rope now onto Orton and Orton RKO's him through a dive, and then yeah, Eddie from a dive, like a diving headbutt style, which would have been way better if it was a fucking moonsault. And then uh, a referee Eddie Orango counts the one, two, three RKO, or excuse me, RK Bro wins at eleven minutes and thirty seconds. Crowd and loved it. Crowd loved it. There was this is awesome chance because that's what WWE kids do. They chant this is awesome because they think it is. It was pretty awesome. But I was, it was like, awesome. It was this back. was good. I mean, 
it was there was enough spots in there that made you get out of your seat over and over again. Um, by the time they were by the time they were done, the crowd reaction when they counted three, they were losing their fucking minds. So I was happy with it. It was a good match. It definitely was not boring. I think it's WrestleMania quality. Uh, but that doesn't end it. We get all kinds of shenanigans after the fucking match, by the way. So Prophets yeah, come in yeah, with the red cups, and they're going to do a toast with the RK Bro boys as a little congratulatory. Here we fucking go. Oh, but we got to get Gable Steves into the ring first. Let's bring up the fucking new guy and have him come in and be cool and make people cheer for him, even though he's a piece of shit. Oh. We can say hello to Cable Stevenson on the grandest stage of them all. Um, I don't know these accusations, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but okay, um, I, I know that he say got it on a public forum. In case not nature, I, I know he got booed out of the building in NXT recently. Is that not true? There's chanting "You're not Angle" at him or something. I was like, "What oh, is happening?" That's pretty hilarious, but I didn't remember. I don't know. I know they booed him, but I didn't know the angle thing. <laughs> they were chanting, you're not angle at him. I was like, what's going on? I missed everything. So, I'll, I guess let's Yeah, that might be a thing. Um, after, so, Stevenson comes in, and now they're going to do like a five-way toast, by the way. And, of course, the heel, Chad Gable, comes in, knocks the cup out of Stevenson's hand, and shushes him, and everybody else leaves the ring except for Stevenson, and Gable are going to go at it. This is a Gable-on-Gable Gable crime. Knocking that drink out of his hand. Chad Gable Stevenson. Chad Gable. Gable Stevenson. He even says I'm the real Gable, but anyway. Does he? Yeah, Gable Stevenson says after the incident there. That's That's right. Suplexes him. So anyway, he grabs him in a belly to belly and throws him over his head uh, because Chad Gable's very good at wrestling. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Yeah, good job, Chad Gable. uh, And then he says, I'm the real, I'm the only Gable or something like that when he stands up. Yeah, I couldn't tell what he was saying. This is, this is my be. house, or I'm coming for you all, or something. And then, I think it's, this is my house, I always will be, or I'm my whole, I have something like that. doesn't matter. Like the guy's going to be gone in two years anyway. Um, they, I think the same thing. So that, But all the other, I was laughing because the other four that were originally toasting were like laughing at Chad Gable, who was about to get, uh, you know, suplexed. They were all pointing and like laughing at the Yeah, they're all outside the ring. Was, then they do have funny. the toast, a little five-way toast or whatever they're drinking. Most of them just pour it all over themselves, whatever there's the water that was in that poured in there because no one's drinking vodka at ringside. Um, it was a little pink. It had a little, little pink to it. Maybe a little pink Whitney there. Ah, that's what I thought. A little pink Whitney, that'd be cool. Um, but, you know, uh, is it my turn to rate this bitch first? It, it is your turn to rate this bitch. Sumbitch first. Two and a half. Probably two and a half. Could be a two. Close to a Closer to a two and closer to the... Closer to a two than a three for my two and a half. It's fine. It's an 11-minute opener at WrestleMania. That's fine. Night two. Great workers. Everybody in the match, Everybody in the ring I like. I can go back and watch it in 10 years. I probably have the same opinion of it. But uh, to your point, you know, they had a match on Raw with some of the same guys, and that was better. Like, make that, make this that. You know what I mean? Even if you have to repeat some of the same spots, that's fine, because I ain't going to remember that Raw in 10 years, but I'll remember this WrestleMania match in 10 years. They pulled that off. So I get a little bummed when I hear that stuff, but you can only do so much. You only have so much time. Two and a half. It's right in the middle. Like, that's literally in the middle of that I can, you know, I'm not going to make somebody watch this, but I don't want to tell them, I'll never tell somebody not to watch this. I got it. Um, I'm going a lot higher. I was going three and a half. This is a three and a half HBK match. Now, I, I have a soft spot slash boner, whatever you want to call it, for openers. I do like high-energy wrestling more than I like storytelling, long, boring-ass, 
Undertaker Edge matches. Um, much more of a give me the action and give it to me now and give it to me hard and fast and give so me you're a character. big AEW fan. Yep. It's, I was like, give me the characters, give me the athleticism, make me care, make me want to see it. And all of these people in this match do that. The lead up to it was pretty good. They're on TV every week, and they all had their segments. It's fine. Um, the reason they were fighting was for a championship, so they don't have to do too much. Mm-hmm. It's not a blood feud or anything. Um, but uh, the fact that it was jam packed with awesome for eleven fucking minutes, I would recommend somebody check this match out. I say it's above average, like Mike Os- like Mike Sanders, Mike Sanders. <laughs> not Mike Awesome. That's that seventies guy. Um, the fat chick thriller. The fat chick thriller. What the fuck? What the fuck? That's, um, that's wrestle crap to its finest, right there. Anyway, a three and a half. I'm a little all right. I, I'm not. I'm not mad at you for doing. Yeah, that. that's fine. Yeah, it's above average. I think this is way better than a lot of shit we've seen that I've given threes. So I don't know. I love it. I fucking loved it every time. I watched it twice and I loved it both times. So I was very happy with it. The ends, whatever. It's they're introducing a new character. Um, but yeah. To me, it's uh, three and a half. That's fine. I'm not mad. Like I said, I ain't mad at you. I just, you know, I just, just maybe it's I'll my bias of recent wrestling too. Like I like the new stuff better. I just think it's getting better too. But I don't. Know, it doesn't necessarily mean I don't. If this match was in 1986. It would have been a game changer. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> um, RK bro, like you stated at the beginning of the show, they do lose these titles after a 74-day reign to the Usos, who hang on to that till the Mania we just had. So, um, and they undisputed those motherfuckers. So, uh, there's like uh, I can't talk about years into the future because it was this week. Years into the future is this week of this match. Yeah. So wait, let me predict the future. So you know, all these like profits would go on to have a huge like tag reign, break a bunch of records because they got the Bobby Lashley thing when they made like this new her business with a bunch of guys. Um, Gable end up wins the uh, Intercontinental Title from Gunther, then he holds on to that thing for like four years, and also during the midst of that run, he wins every other title in the company. So at one point, he literally has the tag titles. The Intercontinental title, the U.S. title, the North American title, the NXT title, the World title, the World Heavyweight Championship, the Universal Championship, the Women's Championship, the Women's Tag Team Championship, the AEW Women's Tag Team Championship, the Trios Championship that they just made, and I like Chad Gable a lot, so I think that he should just win everything. He also brings back the 24-7 title. Brings back the 24-7 title. He's the hardcore champion, Money in the Bank winner, Royal Rumble winner, Soul Survivor, and... um, um, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle of the World. Andre the Giant Memorial Battle of the World. And Slim Jim Battle of the World. And Slim Fuck off. And he is just the best ever. I fucking love Chad Gable. He's been my favorite, one of my favorite guys since he was ready, willing, and Gable in NXT. Like, yeah. we saw him wrestle in Nashville like 10 years ago, bro. And he was great then. Fuck I know. love that guy. I absolutely love his little rolling uh, German suplex and the fact that he like suplexed Ibar like from a dead weight a couple weeks ago. I'm like, right, I'm in forever. Like I have been for a long time, but just reinforces it every week. The character itself, the shoe stuff, I actually think is not good. But I'm like, whatever. Get whatever you got over. I think. Oh, it's, thank you. It's just very like I've seen the movie Son in Law as well. I don't know. It's just great. I just fucking love it. Just, uh, the uh, guy's so—he's not even big. He's just this no. little fucking dude. That's awesome. So yeah, but he's jacked. So. 
And they got uh, they got uh, Maxine Dupree with him now. Yeah, so. that doesn't hurt. That doesn't. It does hurt not at hurt all. at all. Yeah, it does not hurt at all. Like every time she wants to do that caterpillar, I make sure. The first time that she did that, when Corey Graves was like, "I don't know what to say because I don't want to get in trouble." I'm feeling a lot of different ways right now, KP, and I'm not sure if any of them are good. Are you right there with you, buddy? You're also married to Carmella, and uh, yeah. you know you you still appreciate what you're seeing. Yeah, pretty great. Um, yeah, but, uh, but that's, that's that's that's. I think we should pick one for next time. I think what we should do at this point. So. Yeah, we can pick one for next time. I think that's a good idea. Um, I gotta get my list ready. And while I do that, why don't you tell us about our social media presence? Hey, we have some social media presence on the X. It's very little, but we are on it at Randomania Pod. We're on Instagram at Randomania Podcast. On now on Facebook at Randomania Podcast. You can listen to us on iHeart, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts. Probably a few other platforms that pull from platforms I'm not aware of, but if you're looking for us on Spotify, we're not there yet. We're working on it. You can you can simply tell your Amazon device that's sitting in whatever room you're in to play a Random Mania podcast, and it will. It'll play the latest episode. I mean, you should just do that. I, just do that when you're at home listening, running around, cleaning, doing the dishes. Listen to us talk about... Adrian wrestling. Adrian Adonis and Alka Elmer from WrestleMania 2. I wonder if you can get it to play specific episodes. If you tell I don't know. Like play play episode, episode number so, 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 and so. I don't know. We'll have to find that out. Let's test it out later. But we're going to pick a match between 0 and 403 because there are 403 matches in the main cards of all WrestleManias. We don't do any of that pre-match bullshit. If we ever get 0, we can pick whatever we want. As long as it's WrestleMania related. Are you ready? I'm ready. 42. I feel like we may have had this <gasps> oh before. Four two. Forty two is this super is old. Early. This is is this is uh we have had this. It is Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan from WrestleMania four. I know who wins that. The answer is neither. Next we number had it. I put a great sound effect in that one. Anyway. One twelve. One one two. One twelve. One twelve. Peaches and cream. Crush versus Randy Savage in a false Con anywhere match at WrestleMania ten. Which we, we had. This? Yeah. 14! 14? 1 4, 14. This is uh, the fabulous Moolah versus. Uh, Velvet McIntyre. Velvet McIntyre from 2? WrestleMania 2. Wow, why did I say I just said Adrian Adonis and Uncle Elmer, and that's from WrestleMania 2. So it's this. You know, we could do it. We want to do a twofer? Yeah. There ain't, a, there ain't a whole lot in this one, brother. No. There ain't a whole lot in this one. Give well, me a second, let me one. bring my number back up. That's That would be rough. 191. 191. 191. 191 is Team Angle versus Guerreros versus Benoit and Rhino from 17, 18? I think it's 18, 19, 18. It's right after the Jazz match, so that'd be 18. Not, We've had that Jazz match with the 7th. Well, that, this that is one with Rock and Austin. Season. This is 19. Oh, 19? Well, that could also be right 17. Bef- right before Michael's Jericho, so it'd be 19. 19? So, so team angle match. is Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas. Okay. Right? Oh, yeah, nice. Shelton Benjamin, Charlie Haas versus Eddie and Chavo versus mm-hmm. Chris, uh, name redacted, and Rhino. <laughs> wow. Oh, Okay. So, again, one before a Jericho I match. Sorry. I think uh, I know. Yeah, no Jericho match again, Aaron. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, Over, at, over at fucking Movies Are Made to Be. 
give him a holler over there. We're going to do some more trivia soon. Uh, okay, well, we'll give you a twofer. I don't know if I know who wins the uh, triple threat tag match. Like, I feel like I know who wins, but I have no idea. And I feel like it's also for, like, a title. I think it probably is. Uh, I'm a big fan of this Mania 19 from Safeco Field in uh, Seattle. Uh, it's a good one. I remember I did not watch it live. I, we'll talk about it. But, um, but I mean, we'll get to talk about Velvet McIntyre. There's something we, we do never get thought to, we'd get to do. We do get to talk about Velvet McIntyre. Um, sounds delicious. Um, but I know who wins that. I'm pretty sure I know who wins that. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Wow, that's for um, yeah. next time, though. That's for next time, but much like uh, Chad Gable himself, this one's over. How long have you been holding on to that? Is that oh, fucking week. Like, okay, just checking, because that was really, like, came out very quick and easy. And I want to congratulate RK Bro on retaining your tag titles in spectacular fashion. RKO's everywhere off the top. Like, what's going on? Unbelievable. Um... A spectacular performance by all three and a half RK, uh, three and a half uh, HBKs for sure. Um, <laughs> three and a half RB HBK RKOs RK RK HBK Bros Bros RK H Bro Ks. I like um, that. H Bro K. Yeah. Um, anyway, so if Kevin Owens joined, that'd be HB H Bro KO. That's a fun faction. Um... Unfortunately, though, Chad Gable, Otis Dozovich. Um, I like that you used the last name. Wow. Good yeah, luck. Good uh, job. Good pull. The Dozer. Um, uh, the other people that are in this match as well. <laughs> oh, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. Yeah. Talk to me. 